Why did I tell you that? Because it's cool. Oh, something reminded me, but I now don't remember what it was. You, you said something that reminded me, and now I'm like, uh, let's play the tape back. Nah. My body, my body, my body. Hello and welcome to the girls who came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey. How you Did doing? Did you know that... <laughs> oh, I am, I'm doing all right. Did you know that... I'm still Pavlovian trained. Uh, I know that reference is kind of stupid. Um, that if I'm like taping with you on a Sunday, like we're going to be watching Orphan Black. Aww. <laughs> like every time I was like, why do I feel like watching Orphan Black in a, and a horror movie right now? And a like, horror movie. Going, like, because that's usually what we would do. And like, oh, I guess we watched like Orphan Black we after taping, but we watched like the episode together mm-hmm. and we would like tape. Yeah, I'm like kind of like trained, just even though it was only for like two months or something when we were it was together. A good two and able months to do that. It was, yeah, um, yeah, just like kind of like what is? I was like, what is this? Um, and like, oh, yeah, I'm also like pizza plus horror movies, like another training that I have yep. from living with you. Oh man, good times. How are you doing? Good times. I'm good, thanks. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Do you want me to uh, talk about the uh, holiday for today? Yep. What we got? I also have to. Oh, yeah. What we got? I'm sorry. Um, I have to stretching. <laughs> you're into it. Into it. No, you're feeling it. Um, I have to send you the like really silly um, uh, picture that they have on oh, the yeah, website. Oh yeah, the holiday. It's <laughs> like a little. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like a it's like a foot and um, it's a foot. <laughs> sorry, that makes it's sense. Just a foot. Uh, it's, it's a foot, and then there's like a dude pretending to like hold up the foot or slash be squished by the foot. I don't know what's really happening, but it's like you know, it's <laughs> like. It's playing with perspective, like you know how people uh, pretend to hold up the, the um the Leaning Tower pizza and like that yeah, kind like of they're stuff. holding it up or whatever. Yeah, I don't know why it made me laugh when I pulled it up, but it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, today is National Sock Day. I haven't filled people in on that yet. Um, today is National Sock Day, which we picked because of this sentence I liked when I read it. National Sock Day recognizes the rarest of all lasting unities, the marriage of matched socks. <laughs> Wow, when they, that's intense. When they manage wash after wash, dry after dry, to keep finding each other through all the chaos, a celebration is certainly in order. Oh my God, that's us. We're a marriage a of socks. Heavy handed. <laughs> no, you were about to say something. I, I, I made it cheesy. What were you about to say? No, no. I was just saying that's like real heavy handed on the metaphors there. Good, good job, <laughs> National Day people or whatever. <laughs> Oh man, um, <laughs> we're a marriage of socks. <laughs> the founders of National Sock Day turned the tables on holidays that brought attention to such individualism, like National No Sock Day on May eighth and National Lost Sock Day on May 9th. We gotta, we gotta turn that shit around. <laughs> gotta make it better. They're like, we're optimists. We gotta Getting think a bad about rep. the marriage of socks. <laughs> I, when I first read this, I thought it was just going to be talking about, like I said to you, like, I like cozy socks. I yeah. Like cozy I thought that they were just talking about yeah. socks or, you know, like a, like a smart dapper sock, like a good Argyle. No. 
Person. They went well <laughs> beyond weird. your expectations. My God, this metaphor. Um, I enjoy also knitting socks. I have only knit, I think, one pair. I may not have even finished the pair. I don't remember. But because <laughs> it's, it's so involved for so like, involved. you know, I mean, if you do them real well, I think I want to get back into making like, um, like Irish, like, uh, like Aaron or like cable knitting socks that are comf- like big and comfy for when you're just like walking around the house and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. especially because my next place has carpet. So, and, and my uh, roommate doesn't, both my roommates actually in Los Angeles have been, um, uh, uh, brought up in cultures that do not wear shoes inside. So, uh, we always leave our shoes at the door and, but I'm have never, I don't know why I don't necessarily like walking around barefoot Mm because my feet get real dirty (laughs) or something. (laughs) I'm just like, Oh, I don't like it. So I've been wearing more like slipper socks and sock socks and stuff in the house. And it's not, it's, it's, you know, Los Angeles. So it's not warm enough for like actual slippers. Like right. cute, fluffy, sli- no, you don't need that. Um, so, um, like, I'm wearing, like, short sleeves today. It's December, and it's not even the hot day. It's just... It's, it's not just even the hot that. day. It's just a normal guess, day. It's funny. I thought about it when it was cold when I was coming home on, I think, Friday? Yeah, because yesterday was Saturday. So I was coming into the house on Friday night, and I was like, this is about as cold as I really want it to get. Like, this is perfect amount of cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, like, in the 50s. Um, I mean, I, I don't mind going somewhere that gets, like, cold. But mm. Los Angeles has, like, it does have, like, kind of perfect weather. Because it gets about as hot as you want it to be. Like, it'll, if it's in the 90s, it's weird. Like, that's hot. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, we're like, whoa, it's really hot. And it's, like, in the 90s. And it gets, like, as cold as you want, like, in, like, the 50s. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this is a good... T- nice weather for me anyway socks socks there we go how to how to observe share your rare pairs of socks most of my socks are paired like i don't really have that many that aren't paired i don't have any because once i lose one like the other one's like well time for you to go oh my god wait do you throw it out is that what you're saying yeah like i'll keep it for a week or two in case it shows up in the next laundry cycle and then after that yeah. i'm like there's no purpose for the sock it's <gasps> so itself. bleak well huh? leslie <laughs> your socks are like an old married couple like once once one dies the next one just goes after it like oh yeah. there's no purpose for me anymore my life was with them we're a pair <laughs> it's so bleak oh man oh hold on a second hold on a second i caught another sentence from this i need to read okay <laughs> We honor all matches made in... I don't know if I can say this for thing. I gotta get the Googles out first. Okay. Okay. We Not yet. Not yet. Sorry, everybody. Okay. We honor all matches. Nope. Still not yet. I'm crying. <laughs> okay, cry. this word okay. is the stupidest word I've ever read. Okay. It's <laughs> Okay, I wish I could, like, text this word to you real quick so you can say it. I'm not going to. Okay, we... It's the dumbest word I've ever seen. Okay, we honor all matches made in in laundromantic matrimony. I'm done. (laughs) I'm putting the mic down. I'm writing a strongly worded letter to these people. Oh, my God. That's not necessary. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. I'm 
so sorry to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this is what? all your fault. I'm just kidding. This is all their fault. I going to happen. Leslie, can you think of the last time when I like just lost my shit on like the couch with you? <laughs> <laughs> there have been like lots of times, right, where I've just lost it. That, that was that was one of those times. Like I almost it's great. Got I'm off. glad we got it recorded. <laughs> I'm thoroughly enjoying myself right now. I'm like you've seen it before. Like I'm crying. Yeah. Like <laughs> if I weren't already on my bed, I would have fallen over. <laughs> oh my god. That is the stupidest thing. That is the stupidest thing. Oh my god, Lord. Okay. Okay. (laughs) There is a sentence after it that's not as bad. From argyle to tube socks. (laughs) No, it's okay. It's a normal sentence for normal people with normal ideas. (laughs) (laughs) From argyle to tube socks, knee highs and fuzzy slipper socks, if they keep... Sorry, I didn't read all the way. No, you misjudged it. It got worse. (laughs) If they keep finding their mates over and over, national sock dates, w- wiggles its toes in their honor. This is the dumbest shit. Why? Why? Someone wrote that. Someone took the time. And they said, this is like the corridor. Someone I took the time. I was thinking that too. I was like, she's going to corridor it. And oh think of this. And then they wrote it down or typed it out. And then they had to edit it because you know you'd be making mistakes. And then they were like, yeah, this sounds good. And then they published it on the internet for the whole world to see and thought that was a good idea. Someone just as dumb as me wrote it is what happened. They just <laughs> no. like, they made their la- their self laugh. They You're not themselves. dumb. No, just thank you. But I'm dumb like this because I was like, I would totally if i thought of this and it made me laugh this hard i would have to share it with the world so it is <laughs> clearly someone is t- oh my god they were like this it's is good. dumb shit it makes us laugh let's tell oh everyone my god. Hopefully see they, that has to be what's going on yeah. on this website i don't know like pot is legal in a lot of states so you know. that's true <laughs> that, yeah that is a good point oh my god i don't that was, whew, that's my sugar baker moment. No, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> a good Speaking moment. Of, I know. Did you have one this week? I or did. Or recently? It doesn't be this week. Um, I wrote my final paper of my <sighs> master's degree today. I'm so yes. excited. I try to kind Thanks. of do like a, <laughs> like a general, like, ah, you know, like the crowd. Ah. <laughs> 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 Wait, who... Lala that used was to Lala. That better. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. When she put like, food in her mouth. What little, what little face used go. to do that? <laughs> oh my god, so funny. And she had like a, she had such a big head with yeah. a big face <laughs> when she was little. Because of course babies do. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why I like Funko Pops so much. <laughs> they look like babies. They look like babies. Especially the keychains where their bodies are particularly oh, tiny. Exactly. Oh. And they're Pixar eyes. It's too much. Um, okay, sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I should have had some water. I'm so excited. How do you? How does it oh, feel? Thanks. I mean, it doesn't uh, feel. I'm sure it's not like done, done feeling. But no, I still got. It needs an edit tomorrow. It's due tomorrow by midnight, so I'll edit it tomorrow and then turn it in. But it like I did the work today and it's done. So yes, feels pretty good. Man. Haven't hit me yet. Waiting on that diploma in the mail, but graduation yes. is next week. So <laughs> are you gonna walk? No. <laughs> I just want the diploma. I mean, I already have you already have your like set up. Wait, hold on. Hmm. Wait, you already have your 
what you already have your master screwdriver mm-hmm. but you don't have your diploma yet no I ordered all that stuff so it would be here when the diploma came so I can just okay. I just had a moment no I'm just like looking around because I'm like wait have I seen a diploma and I'm like losing my mind no, oh I no no I haven't <laughs> just having no. a moment where nothing makes sense um oh I'm so excited um, thanks me too yeah I should have planned to do something fun I don't know wait no. so wait hold on yeah when is your official graduation day December 8th. So yes. Friday. Yep. So excited. Thanks. Me too. I'm glad it's done. I mean, I still have a huge project for my other class, but that's different. That doesn't matter. It's fine. That's like. Wait, the- other class meaning for other school or for your. Ma- yeah. For the one. You're- okay. That's different. No, yeah, I know. You're different. finishing one because you're a lunatic. You're finishing mm-hmm. one master's. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then you- the other one's for another one. That's fine. Yeah. It's different. You're finishing different. one. You've worked very hard. Yep. It's been years. It's been you years. You had a full-time job at the same time. You've put yep. up with so much nonsense. <laughs> like Up till the bitter end. <clears throat> oh, my God. Yes. Uh, oh, so, so yeah, much nonsense. You got to Are you going to do anything to celebrate? No. I thought about it, but there's so much happening, like, this month that I'm just like, mm, that's – I'm I'm – sufficiently socializing this month that's oh what you don't have to socialize and celebrate oh no i mean i celebrate for me but i thought about like like getting together with some people and doing something and i'm like i'll see all those people several times this month there's no need for that oh yeah Yeah, i'm such a weirdo because i'm like that is not how i celebrate so i didn't even (laughs) think about like a party or something i was like what what is this i have no idea my celebration's like some kind of theme of food <laughs> some <laughs> kind of watching of something or some activity maybe sometimes it is, sometimes it's neither it's just an activity yeah so well you have to do i don't know you have to do something to, to i don't know at some point I'll do something. but not you not socialize just no. not socialize in december the most no. social maybe that's why everyone gets so depressed in january Probably because it's overload in December. Yeah, yeah, and then you like come down from it. And, like nobody does anything in January because it's nope cold in theory. Or so it's not gonna be cold here, but you know it's gonna be cold but, some places. Yeah, and people don't do things. It's like after all the holidays and stuff. Yeah. Did you have a sugar breaker moment this week? I did. Mine was this really kind of like how do I describe it to you? Like not well written yet entertaining. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> book excuse me that is basically um an irish supernatural romance um like series that my friend has been i i my friend you and i and lee on on my kindle like all are in the like an amazon family which i told you is funny because you're the kid for some reason i can have two adults (laughs) i've got sorry i could only have two adults and then a child so you became the child um but um, yeah, I just uh, Lee uh, reads a lot of like supernatural romance and stuff, and they're so easy to read and just goofy. So I had downloaded some while ago, and I read this series, uh, the Mystic Cove series. Oh, I should have looked up who the title up below. Of course, right now, the Mystic Cove series. Um, by sorry, my internet's taking a minute. <laughs> um, by Trisha O'Malley. 
Um, I read them out of order. I think I read the second one first, and then I read, like, the <laughs> second to last one, like, whatever. But the funny thing is they're all connected. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because it's all about these descendants of, like, this badass, badass, <laughs> this badass Irish pirate lady. Um, who I know right like yeah so they all descended from her and all of the female descendants have like supernatural power it's not okay it's not even supernatural like I can fly or I'm invisible like it's not like x-men or whatever I I didn't know that was coming Um, it's like um, it's like they can heal with their hands or they can like read people's minds or they can Mm -hmm. like um see people's feelings or that kind of thing so um or they can like one can even move stuff with their mind um, so, yeah, it's that series. And then, uh, they're all, like, they're, like, not, sorry, Trisha, they're not, like, fantastically written necessarily. The, the stories are fine, but it's, like, the actual writing of it. She does a lot of, um, you know, uh, show instead of tell <laughs> kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? It's, like, and then they, like, one paragraph will be, like, uh, and then they just talked until the sunset, and they talked about all the things, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, what, huh? I don't know. It's, like, so strange that she kind of, like, jumps forward in time it's one of those kind of books mm-hmm. um but i read the first one <clears throat> excuse me of the series yesterday uh, and i had started it earlier in the week had only read it for like 20 minutes or so and then i just read the whole thing yesterday that's what i did is i got into it it's actually the best written out of all of them um because she really builds out the story it's much more about um the uh the heroine and then her amazing sassy grandmother and Mm -hmm. getting to learn about like the folklore and like there's a dude but he's like like he's kind of part of it but he isn't like the main part of it I don't feel really and um, I mean he is but like it's also about learning about her family and her powers and that kind of stuff and and about Ireland because she grew up in Boston but her mother's from Ireland um and uh what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And also, like, the sex isn't, like, it's funny because I was talking to Lee and she was like, oh, if I remember that one correctly, there's a lot of sex. No, because, you know, romance novels, they have them. Um, mm-hmm. But it's actually not. Like, it kind of just shows up, like, only twice and towards the end. Whereas, like, there was one where just they just jump into bed, like, immediately with each other. And then they're fighting the rest of the time. And I, like, <laughs> hated that one. I was like, I do not. This is not entertaining for me. <laughs> Some people love that. But I was like, nah, I'm not feeling it. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, so that was it. So I read what was it was the Wild Irish Heart was what I read yesterday. So if you only read one of the series, that's the one I recommend. Oh, the other thing about it is the chapters are so short. Um, oh yeah. So it's so easy to read. And I've got it, like on my Kindle, which some awesome person got me for my thirtieth birthday three years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, person and people, I guess Karen Pope were there too. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I, it made it so easy to just like read it because I was like, oh, I'm just gonna read like the next chapter, and the next chapter takes like three minutes, and so we just keep going forward. Um, so that was fun. I haven't read a book in a day, oh, hardly ever in my life. But <laughs> it was cool. good. Uh, my roommate was um, working all day, and so I was just like on the couch, and it was like really quiet. Not that he's like loud, um, but um, it was funny because he like, started to fall asleep at like three. I was like, "Oof, I'm uh, kind of feeling nappy." And then, um, and I kind of like, laid down, and then he came in like, "Hey!" And I was like, "Hey!" <laughs> um, and then he went back out. Um, so I just <laughs> continued to read until I finished. <laughs> oh man. But it was fun. 
So there you go. If, if you want something, I feel like a lot of our listeners would like like cheesy, uh, per, perhaps Irish, perhaps supernatural, perhaps romance, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, would you like me to talk about this week's episode, which might be one of my favorite episodes, actually? Yay! Yes, please do. This episode. <laughs> Yay! Um, like I knew I liked it, but I was like, I think we, I think we watched it together too, because I remember Suzanne, like her outfit and her, her trying to pop her ear and stuff. I remember that. So, mm-hmm. um, this week we watched season four, episode seven. Is it really only episode seven? Yep. That's but we weird. finished this this week. Oh yeah, we did. It feels like it's just really slow for some reason. I don't know <laughs> why. Um, episode seven first aired November thirteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Uh, this episode is entitled Bernice's Sanity Hearing, and TV Guide reads: Bernice overhears her niece Phyllis planning to have her declared incompetent uh i'm just thinking of what she says over and over in the episode um declared incompetent and put in a rest home but the rest home that's what i call them all right but the decorators (laughs) the decorators the decorator game no one's called them that but the decorators suspect phyllis has ulterior motives um they have the judges build maury they don't they don't have um and of course alice goes to bernice they don't have Mm -hmm. the phyllis as her uh, they don't have her listed as guest star, and she was kind of a poop anyway. So, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's there we go. <clears throat> Sorry, God, I got like phlegm all up in my face from laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leslie, tell us what happened in the episode. Uh, so we started Sugar Bakers as per yep. usual. Yep. Uh, Mary Jo is on the phone <clears throat> with a client about a custom piece that the client has changed their Jeez. minds about, yes. and it's not like they can really resell it. Because no. no one else would want to buy a black vinyl piano with the heads of the Beatles painted all over the keys. In Atlanta. That's so strange. Yeah. Right. And Mary Jo, <laughs> we only see her side of the conversation. And she's like, no, we don't use a collection agency. We just use Julia. Yes. And after she hangs up, she explains that the couple just got a new Mercedes, new his and hers Mercedes. No, a new Mercedes and his and her his motorcycles. Her yeah, yeah. So they're a little. <laughs> I, meant, I meant motorcycles. So they're a little overextended, babe. Uh-huh, so she uh-huh. uh, is revealing <clears throat> his personality there, and uh-huh. she says that they're the most repulsive couple in the world. They're so tan, shallow, and obsessed with plastic surgery and muscle tone. Ooh. And Julia's like, "No, don't get carried away. Like we've already heard all the stories about these people." Mary Jo clearly is going to tell it again. She says they're from California. They're low life Beverly Hill types with lots of money. Mm-hmm. At their wedding reception, Obviously. she wore skin tight <clears throat> capris and a matching halter top and matching veil. And um, in every photo, they're dancing and they're like throwing down like it's lost, <laughs> like they're a Las Vegas show couple. Uh-huh. And Julia says, When I get through with him, he won't be able to lift his leg that high. Oh. And Mary Jo's like, Julia, that's so vulgar, and I'm like you. And Julia's like, no, that piano is vulgar. <laughs> it is, though. It is, though. Uh, oh Charlene God. is reading an article about killer bees from South America, so trust this, this. Her, uh, bout of randomness. Um, they yeah. are expected to arrive in three to four years. And she's like, that's terrible. <laughs> Can you imagine? I bet our bees are scared to death. I, could, that, I almost fell over. That line <laughs> is so funny. Our bees are scared to death. I can't deal. <laughs> and she's super excited because she just got a letter from Dan Quayle. Uh-huh. 
and uh, the, the vice whole president. time um, Mary Jo and Julia are like just looking at her like oh she's so dumb and we love her you know like, <laughs> yeah. just are looking at her like oh that's our Charlene, oh, Charlene. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the vice president appreciates her support and uh, she explains that she sent him a little note after he had that mix up and said what? that uh, Buzz what's his name Aldrin was a sex offender and walked on the moon anybody can make a mistake Wait, so there was there was a buzz. No, I, I was thinking, is she referring to a mix-up that someone else named Buzz was a sex offender? Yeah, I think that's what happened. Okay, I think okay. he mixed up. There was someone named Buzz who was a sex offender. And then he said that <clears throat> Buzz Aldrin was a sex offender, the yeah. guy who walked on the moon. Oh, I so think bad. that's what happened. I don't know. I like It, it was a timely joke. Yeah. Yeah, so, we're not that. Time. I'm not sure who the sex offender was, <laughs> but I do know the astronaut. <laughs> yeah, different people. Um, yeah. and so like she says, she's gonna have to frame that note for the baby, and then Bernice and Anthony come in. Hey. So that's exciting. Um, Anthony has a huge present on a dolly, and uh, Bernice explains how she likes to sit on top of Anthony in the van. I can't. This is crazy. As he drives, because she likes all the stares that they get. Oh my god, I can't believe she says something like he's just he's so accommodating, or he's like he's so he like he just uh what is the word like he spoils her basically, and I'm like mm-hmm. yeah he does what who the what yeah. the that's so madness nice. oh man. Meanwhile, Suzanne is in Greece uh, on a rich bitch alimony tour. Love it. They actually say that too. I couldn't they believe do. it. Um, and then Bernice has bought Charlene a chair, and it's not just any chair. It. it is a Sounds of Nature chair. Yeah, and, and, and she was thinking, she says it's like, it's like the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I love I it. Yeah, she says, I could have gotten you a record, but I thought you'd enjoy this more. It has the Sounds of the Ozarks, a babbling brook, a thunderstorm, and croaking frogs. It's just like home, which was mm-hmm. very cute. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, Anthony showed her his sharper image catalog and he said i had no idea she was gonna actually order it so funny and bernice starts talking about her niece phyllis and her two boys dick and dick are here and anthony's like i believe it's nick and dick and bernice Uh-oh. is like do you no. now <laughs> nope. anthony's like well that's what their mother called them and bernice is like oh i thought it was ridiculous to name both of her boys dick hmm. um and she says that her niece is from New York City, and she went to the UN building and got her this hat. And Julia's like, oh, that's interesting. And Bernice <laughs> says, no, it's not. It's boring. But she's been doing so many things for me, like taking me to checkups. She says, like, it's finances. a stupid hat. Yeah. <laughs> stupid like hat. Oh, my God. I um, love it. And talking to her attorney that she feels like she should wear it because she's going to be here. And then she gets super excited about the piano and asks if the faces on it are the news team, like the local news team. <laughs> Mary Jo's like, no, Bernice, it's the Beatles. And Julia's like, uh, I might be able to give it to you at half price if you want it. <laughs> and then Bernice starts playing it and singing, and then she starts crying. And Charlene yeah. asks if she's missing her mom. And uh-huh. Bernice says, yes, um, she misses her and the whole family. And she thinks that Phyllis is trying to get her <clears throat> declared impotent. Yeah, that killed me. Mary Jo's like, that doesn't make sense. And uh, Bernice says, she said, I'd like to have Bernice declared impotent. Like, she said it. (laughs) And Anthony's like, incompetent? And Bernice says, yes, that's it. Phyllis wants to be in charge of the estate, and it's time for her, for Bernice to go to Havenwood. And she says, unless she said Hollywood. Not Uh sure. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Bernice thinks that Phyllis is after the antiques because she knows that Phil- that Bernice is not going to leave them to her. Mm-hmm. And she says, it's nothing personal. I just don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> and Mary Jo asks if she's tried to dissuade her <clears throat> from this decision. And Bernice says, yes, but since my arthritis, it's hard to bend anyone's fingers all the way back. <laughs> Badass Bernice back in the day. Badass. And Julia's like, you may have some arterial flow problems, but you're certainly not crazy. We may need to have a talk with Phyllis. What's she arterial like? Arterial flow. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I said arterial flow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. And Bernice says, charm free. <laughs> so then we cut mm-hmm. to Sugar Bakers later, and Phyllis comes in and proves that she is charm free. Um, yes. Oh, horrible. They introduce themselves. And Charlene's trying to be friendly and cute in her way. And she's like, I bet you ask, all, you get asked all the time if you're one of the McGuire sisters because her last mm-hmm. name is McGuire. Phyllis says, no, it's so trite that it never came up. But thanks for asking. When's your baby <sighs> due? And Charlene's like, it's not. I'm just overweight. But thank you for asking. That's my favorite. That is my damn favorite. I love it I when she her. gets sassy. So sassy. And Phyllis says that she can't stay long. She has to pick her boys up from the zoo. And she says that Aunt Bernice is chronically confused um, and she wants to remand her to the state hospital because her letters have become increasingly incoherent. Uh-huh. And she says that she wanted them to know that she's gathered enough evidence to garner a competency hearing. And Mary Jo says, what evidence? It seems like you've built your case around two dicks and a hat. That's <laughs> the proof. <laughs> uh, the one liners this episode. I was literally about to say that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Oh, man. And Phyllis uh, says that she just starts singing to strangers and she sings the most ridiculous song. And then um, the ladies start talking <laughs> about her favorite songs. Mm-hmm. And then Phyllis says that she tells everyone that the black man who works for her is her illegitimate son. <laughs> and Julia says, that doesn't mean she's crazy. It just nope. means she has a unique sense of humor. Yes. And she says, even if Bernice was crazy, that doesn't mean she should be put away. This is the South, and we're proud of our crazy people. We don't hide them up in the attic. We bring them right down and show them off. No one in the South asks if you have crazy people in your family. They just ask which side they're on. It's my favorite. That's one of my favorite, like, spiels of the whole series. Yeah. And that's a really popular gif and meme of Julia. Yeah. Um, And Phyllis says, and which side are yours on, Mrs. Sugarbaker? And Julia says, both. And Phyllis says, see you in court. And then we cut to Sugar Bakers later, and Bernice is chilling in the nature chair with a bottle of wine. <laughs> um, Anthony had to go pick up Suzanne at the oh, airport. Oh, not even wine. I think it's like champagne. Oh, yeah, which yeah. Which is even more, you know, intense. And then, um, so Anthony's gone to the airport to get Suzanne, and then they're going to go straight to the courthouse because Suzanne wants to testify for Bernice, which is sweet. Um, and Julia comes down, and she's like, are you drinking the champagne from Charlene's shower? Yeah. And Bernice says, I'd like to start a tab, please. <laughs> Julia's like, is this the best time to drink? And Bernice says, I don't know. When do you think is a good time to drink? But as we've learned from, there was a past episode where we figured out that Bernice actually is the opposite of a drunk. That right. Like, yeah. When she, she drinks, gets more she makes clear, more sense, which clear, I know they yeah. say later, but I was like, oh, right. That's a thing that they've already established. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Julia tells Mary Jo, uh, who just came in, uh, like, this might not be the best time for champagne for Bernice. Mm-hmm. And Bernice's like, okay, cool. How about gin? <laughs> <laughs> she just pulls it out of her pocket or whatever. Yeah. Like, how about She how got about it this? from the taxi driver. Can't do. 
And uh, Mary Jo tells Bernice that she looks nice. And Bernice says mm-hmm. that she actually got to dress herself because Phyllis moved herself and the two dicks to the Ramada Inn. Mm-hmm. Um, she said Bernice kept her up all night. Or well, Bernice intentionally kept her up all night so she won't be as sharp for the hearing. Yeah. Because and Bernice seems sharper with the alcohol. Yep. And she says, I know that's why I don't drink often. I figure I've got to be at my best today. (laughs) (laughs) And then we cut to the courthouse and uh, Charlene comes in and she apologizes for being late. She's late every morning now because she has so much trouble getting dressed. She can't see her feet anymore. (laughs) And she can't bend over to pull up her underwear. And Mary Jo uh, proceeds to explain she had the same trouble when she was pregnant and starts demonstrating how you toss them out in front of you. And then you put one foot in, and you get the other so one good. in, and then you, like, lay back on the bed and just kind of, like, sh- like shuffle them down. And then at this point, while she's demonstrating, the judge comes in. Mm-hmm. Her feet are not looking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Mary Jo introduces everyone um, and still has a pillow under her shirt from demonstrating how she was mm-hmm. pregnant. Mm-hmm. And Bernice is like, settle down, you people are too flamboyant. You're killing me. <laughs> Bernice is saying that. Like, you're in trouble if Bernice says that. And then Anthony and Suzanne comes in, and Suzanne is, like, real sunburned. Like, second-degree sunburned. She says that her eyes are almost swollen shut. She can't sit down without a pillow. She is not in the mood for a sanity hearing. And she is dressed, like, head-to-toe in black. And she's got, like, a scarf wrapped around her head and, like, a big hat on. And, like, sunglasses. sunglasses. Oh, it's fantastic. So classy. And Bernice tells her, I appreciate your coming, but if you're going to have a bad attitude, you can just get back on that alimony tour. Today, I've got to have all my wagons in a circle. <laughs> you tell her, Bernice. <laughs> and then oh, Suzanne man. starts talking about what a horrible time she had. Um, and the entire vacation was ruined by this, like, girl um, who was someone's mistress from Switzerland. And she told her that she wanted to get she wanted her to get a real name her name was like cappy badminton or something mm-hmm. she didn't wear a top for seven days if the <laughs> sun came out her top came off if the sun went down her top came off if the moon came out her top came off i've Jeez. never been so sick and tired of looking at one girl's breasts in my entire life and the judge comes in and the judge comes <laughs> in as she's saying this yep. and asks if they're all ready and uh, Suzanne continues her story about the last day she went. The girl went scuba diving topless, and she wished the shark would have bit her, and she'd have died of silicone poisoning. Oh my god! And Bernice is like, "You got to get this together." Like, <laughs> no point. Get your shit. Get Suzanne. your shit together. <laughs> and then we cut to them talking to the judge, and Phyllis keeps talking about all the odd things that she does. Um, like she puts sheep placenta on her face before bed. Mm-hmm. And she has doll pins stuck through the necks. Of the, or she has pins and the dolls stuck through their necks in their closet. Mm-hmm. The only picture in her bedroom is of a big dumb pig that says, may all your dreams come true, Noel. Neil. Yeah. And Suzanne's like, that's Suzanne. Noel. Correct. I gave yes. her the sheep placenta. My housekeeper <clears throat> gave her the voodoo dolls. I don't see what's weird about that. Some people like dolls. Some people like revenge. That's a good line. I love line. that. It's a very good line. Such a good line. And then Phyllis says she's not normal. She wrote a letter to Dan Quayle, and Charlene's like, oh, I encouraged her to do that. And then um, Phyllis says that she's so embarrassed that, you know, Bernice will, like, write or call anybody, even Dr. Ruth. Like, she's squandering her money on ridiculous things, talking about the chair, and Anthony points out that he showed her the chair. Yep. 
And Phyllis says now she wants to buy a piano with some news team on it. <laughs> <laughs> and she did. And Bernice looks at Phyllis and says, you better watch out. The bees are coming. <laughs> That's so damn funny. Oh. And Julia's like, uh, that's our fault too. She picks up on our conversation. Just the whole thing. And Mary Jo's like, yeah, the piano belongs to us too. And Phyllis says, see, everything has something to do with them. Uh-huh. Um, even her photo album is filled with their pictures, which Aww. that just means she has friends. Do you that's not so understand cute. that concept? No, I'm sure she has no damn. She friends. has no friends. She kind of um, reminds me a little bit of someone you work with. You oh yeah, know exactly who I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Nameless. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And uh, Bernice says, "Did Jim Baker have to go through all this?" <laughs> the judge is like, "I don't know, uh, Miss Clifton. I wasn't there." And she's like, "Oh, I get it. Gag order." <laughs> He's so pleasant. The judge. He just is like is. more entertained by this nonsense than anything. Yeah. And then Bernice says, "Back to me now. I'd like to say a few things about Phyllis." She covers all her furniture in plastic. She won't let you use the soap or towels in her bathroom. There's a big old bar of ivory under the sink, and I have to wipe my hands on my pants. Uh, She always wants to know what the fish is like at McDonald's. (laughs) It's filet. I think she said it's square fish or something Square, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, what? And uh, Suzanne then asks the judge if he can fix a traffic ticket. And he's like, no, I'm sorry. I'd like to, but I, it wouldn't be fair to other people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we cut to the judge who is like telling them that based on the hearing, it appears uh, to me to question the, the question of competency stems from the company you keep and not from you. Yep. And Suzanne says, what do you say? And Julia says, Bernice is not nuts, but we are. <laughs> and then they're like toasting and Mary Jo makes a toast to Judge Kaplan and thanks him um, and he says for not sending Bernice to a mental hospital and Mary Jo says no for not sending us yeah and then Bernice says that he's cute not as cute as Judge Wapner but I'm not going to make an <laughs> issue of it <laughs> all out loud oh my god Yeah. and then Suzanne says congratulations Bernice you little fruitcake <laughs> she's on the couch i love her so much oh and God. then julia says she's gonna give bernice the piano as a present <clears throat> and then julia starts playing it and she of course this, when it started i was like you called it yeah she said you know when she was talking about what the reagans you're like i wonder when the singing is gonna come up <laughs> for her yeah to have exactly when does political she get rant sing? yeah <laughs> there'll always be singing if there's been a political rant against what exactly. she used to believe in yeah and uh, she says that she came across the sheet music for that song that Bernice said that her mother used to play for her yes. all the time. Yeah. And which is very sweet. So she starts singing it. And then Bernice is talking oh to the God. judge and she says, just between you and me, I've never heard this song in my life. <laughs> that is so hilarious. Like, just like a perfect, like, end cap yeah. <laughs> to this whole yeah. episode. Like, what is going on? Like, what's happening? Oh, my God. And that's the episode. It was like quick and cute and fun. Yeah, it and... was. Like yeah. we needed some lightness. There's some. It's we funny. did. Well, it has been well, that after heavy the of a very season, special episode. But yeah, after a very special one. But I think actually, like some of the one-liners and like whatever that was in this episode were so on point, and it was yeah. It kind of like I, I maybe I'm feeling like 
nostalgic or not nostalgic, uh, sentimental today. And and I was drinking a very bomb iced coffee at the time. <laughs> but like I know it's really good. Um, shout out to Cherry Joe's cold brew. It was very tasty. <laughs> um, uh, but I was like, man, I love this show. Like I was feeling it, you know. Like I like feel all it, the characters. Feel it, feel it. All the characters were kind of um very much themselves you know this Mm -hmm. episode like we got we got a weird charlene story that was very sweet we had um anthony just helping people out and being ridiculous we had suzanne being over the top and (laughs) also full of heart we had julia threatening people we had mary joe telling a ridiculous story like every character was very much their character yeah they got to be like highlighted in all of their yeah ridiculous glory but like how but like the best of the way the characters are written as well you know yeah um and i do love that like that bernice brought up how weird phyllis was it made me think of um i don't know if you know the the late comedian mitch hedberg mm-hmm. um but yeah he there's this bit i think in one of his like first like comedy central specials or something that he would talk about how that like his sister would always say that he's weird but then he's like but she i just try to find on youtube and it's not just this section but he was funny because he's like but she's weird because she has like all the (laughs) what he says like all the family portraits her whole family is looking slightly to the left (laughs) 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 but like it made me laugh so hard because it made me think about that like when people are just trying to be fancy and like show off they end up seeming crazy you know yeah, exactly. just as much as like and then they say other people are crazy i'm like no you're crazy but you're just also crazy no so yeah made me think about that and then also she was just ridiculous um mm-hmm. did you have a favorite outfit i had a couple so if you, you had one and you want to talk about i had a couple too mm-hmm. again i must have just been feeling sentimental today but um i think the favorite favorite one that i picked was um charlene's maternity dress that's plaid at the end uh mm-hmm. that is like tartan plaid because she's wearing a kind of plaidy one earlier right. um yeah like it's it's red and um it, it reminds me a lot of like dresses that i would wear definitely in like the 90s um mm-hmm. as like not even as a little kid but like I think when I was in like uh middle school or something like that and, but the thing that really kills me about it is that she has these like tassels on like her shoulders um <laughs> that are I took like a screen cap I don't know how well you can see them but like she bends at one point and you kind of see that like it's like one of those type of things that should be on definitely like curtains but like the like you know holding <laughs> your curtains like tied (laughs) like it's like a piece of like lace and then there's like a tassel and I was like oh man that made it just perfect that it had that ridiculousness (laughs) and then I think she had a matching huge bow in her hair like she had her hair (laughs) kind of like um kind of 80s ponytail where it's like all Mm -hmm. fluffed up and then it's basically like clipped to the back of your neck Um, right and then there was like a matching bow so I just loved it she looked gorgeous Mm because Jean Smart just like is and um, has been i was gonna say is and was but has been just a just got a good face there um Mm -hmm. um so i i was appreciating that what was your favorite outfit or multiple outfits however you want to talk about um so i already talked about suzanne's travel outfit oh my god you know that was kind of my like second that yeah that was one of them (laughs) Uh, the other one was bernice's in the very beginning um with the hat Yeah, with the hat from the UN, and then she's wearing um, the UN gift this, shop. Is that even a thing? 
I are they just know. trying to say that it's like uh from somewhere else is what she's trying to say <laughs> i don't feel like there's a u.n gift shop Oh man, Sorry, um, and so she's got this red number on and it's like uh, it's not exactly plaid it's just like red with like white check pattern yeah. almost with like big squares and so part of the dress is just solid red and then a lot of it is that pattern and then uh-huh. she has this like red bow wrapped around her neck that may or may not be part of the dress <laughs> or the hat or I don't know. Yeah, I had the same. But thought. it's yeah, it's very Bernice. Oh man, well she had to be full Bernice for this episode, you know. Yes, I really exactly. like how sometimes they make they do make Bernice seem like crazy and ridiculous, but this one they're like, no, she's this is just her personality. This is yeah, she's just colorful. Like it just goes with the the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciated that. Man, Me this too. was a quick episode. <laughs> it was. <laughs> quick and fun. I try I've been so rambly and obnoxious the past few ones that I try to like You're not ever obnoxious. T- thank you. Apart from my laughing my ass off, I try to like keep it just a little bit like poof, you know, like succinctish or whatever. Cause I've definitely mm-hmm. been like rambling and whatever. Which who knows, maybe people are like, I don't know. Someone said I'm I was sure funny recently it. and I was like, Cool. That's you nice. are funny. Thanks, buddy. I don't think so. Someone's like, you should be like a stand-up comedian. I'm like, no, ever, never in my life, ever, never, ne- <laughs> never, never, never. <laughs> like, None of that. That was the same friend. Did I tell you? I will give it aside for just a second. Um, I uh, people think I'm funny because all I do is entertain myself constantly. Like that's only reason <laughs> I ever do anything. I'm pretty sure. Um, but the the um the coworker that I got the cocoa for. Did I tell you the reason why I did it? Was because she mm-hmm. told me that the love of her life was the elf Bernard from the Santa Claus. Aww. And <laughs> she said, that was like the term she used. And she was on call that night. And I was like, well, I, ha- I have to do something about this. And so I went to the grocery store and got some cocoa and a mug. And they had like a little, I think it was like a Milky Way Santa Claus or something like that. And then I went on to... Um, uh, Microsoft Word and found a Valentine's Day card that happened to have like a like a mug with like little heart steam coming out of it, and so, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then on That's the inside cute. I put a picture of uh, Bernard from the Elf, like mm-hmm. particularly like dressed up. No, the Elf, sorry, not the Elf, uh, the Elf from the Santa Claus. And I said, me and Bernard, That's hope funny. have a good night. Oh my god, so stupid. And then she's like, you might be the funniest person I know, and I was like, I'm just here to entertain myself. That's all I ever do. Just here to entertain myself. I get on like 80% of people's nerves. So I'm very niche. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Okay, that was our aside. Leslie, where can people find us? Everywhere. (laughs) We are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on on iTunes and our Podbean site. We are Sugar Baker Girls just about everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, and Pinterest. If you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It does help. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, We'll uh, talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Just need to know my friendship won't end. Your little party animal last night. You just were staying. I was like, yeah. I was going to fall so much asleep. And I was like, now nah, Leslie's not asleep yet. <laughs> She's three <laughs> hours before me, ahead of me. <laughs> so I'm going to like.
just keep staying up. And I was like, damn, son, <laughs> like, where are you going to go? Nope. 